truth. The quality or state of being true. That which is true or an ordinance with fact or reality. A fact or belief that is accepted as true. Plural noun, truths. What is the UPCI? What do we believe and why do we believe that it is true? And why must we know these things before discussing some regular stuff on this podcast? Well, that's today on Church Stuff. What's going on, guys, and welcome back to Church Stuff. I'm your host, Anthony, and before we get started today, I just want to say a quick few things. I am truly overwhelmed by the positive feedback that I've received and support over the past 36 hours. Since my first episode launched, I got nothing but positive feedback from my friends, family, whatever it may be. So I want to say thank you for listening and taking the time to continue to listen. I'm so excited of where this is going and I just couldn't contain myself. So here I am. You've made it to episode two. Thank you for bearing with me. But yeah, so I got a lot of good stuff that we're going to talk about and break down today. We're going to be basic and go back to the beginning yet again. So. Before we dive in to different stuff and topics and discussions, I want to go back and talk about a little bit of my view and our beliefs in the UPC and where this podcast is focused. So let's take a second and rewind. Okay, that's good. Perfect. Let's start from here. What is the UPCI? Well, the UPCI is the United Pentecostal Church International. And before any of you turn off this episode and say, okay, I'll wait for next week, just hang on with me. I think it's important that we go back, even if you know this stuff, and just recap of what we know. The United Pentecostal Church International believes in a few things that are very important to our plan of salvation, including but not limited to the infilling of the Holy Ghost and baptism in Jesus' name. It is clearly instructed to us in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, that we must do these things in order to make it to the kingdom of heaven. Don't believe me? Let me go back and read that verse for you. No worries. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Verse 39, For the promise is unto you and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Now, what does that have to do with anything, Anthony? Well, it has to do with a lot. Because of how strongly that myself and all the people that are going to be on this podcast in the future believe in the Word of God, it is important to know 
what we believe so you can get a better perspective of how we are looking at things. There are many things that we're going to discuss that we're going to be applying scripture to. And although some of it may seem like normal daily life stuff, a lot of it is going to have to do with church stuff. It's going to tie back to our beliefs and the word of God and how we can use the word of God and apply that to our situations, our life, and our struggles. That's why it's so important. Getting the gift of the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues is truly a gift from God. You begin to pray in languages that are unknown, unheard of even. It's truly amazing, and once you achieve that, there is nothing like it. That is achieved by repentance, also known as dying daily, and fervent prayer. Repentance is simple. All it is, is asking Jesus to forgive us of our sins. Oh, well, Anthony, I, I don't sin. I, I follow the Ten Commandments. I don't kill anybody. I don't... Yeah. Okay. Let's take a step back. All of us sin daily. It's the truth. We were born sinners. Thank you, Adam and Eve. <laughs> we are sinners. We cannot help it. It's in our flesh. And that's why we must die daily by prayer and fasting. We ask God to forgive us of those sins so that we may be a little more like him. Sometimes we don't even realize we're sinning. It's the truth. Sometimes at work, maybe a bad word slips out. That's a sin. Guys, did your head turn a little too far to the left or to the right? That is a sin. Many little things can be considered sins. But all sins are equal. And God looks at us equally. And that's why it is important for us to ask God for forgiveness every day, no matter what. It can only make us better and become closer to Him. Repentance is not hard. He died for our sins. He put Himself on the cross so that we may be forgiven. It's not that hard. <laughs> now, not only that, but we are asked and instructed to be baptized in Jesus' name. Well, Anthony, what's baptism? Baptism is being born again through water, submersion, not through sprinkling and not in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The Bible instructs us, as I just stated in Acts 2.38, that we must be baptized in Jesus' name. Now, Anthony, how do you know that we're supposed to be submerged in water? Well, John the Baptist did it. That's number one. It's stated in the Bible through submersion multiple times. And two, quick fun fact for you, the word baptism is a translation of the Greek word baptizo. Oh, what does that mean, Anthony? Don't worry, I'm going to tell you. Baptismo means to immerse. Therefore, baptism is immersion in Jesus' name. We are being born again through Christ. And that is a big step in our plan of salvation. We got that? Die daily, infilling of the Holy Spirit, and baptism in Jesus' name. Simple things, but very important in our salvation. Anthony, I've done all of those things. Am I good? Am I saved? Am I going to go to heaven? Well, unfortunately, 
That's not up to me to decide or tell you. It's based on your lifestyle. We can't just go to church, get the Holy Ghost, get baptized, and call it a day. We have to have a relationship with God. Not only that, but we have to apply holiness to our life every day. We apply holiness through our talk, through our walk, through our look, through our work. There are so many different ways that holiness can be seen or applied in our day-to-day lives. Obviously, we'll go over those more in-depth in future episodes. I don't want to get too crazy and off track at this moment. Now listen, I could clearly sit here and quote you Bible scripture on Bible scripture and tell you what you can and cannot do or what you should or should not do. That's not the goal of this. The goal was just to state a few things that we believe as an organization and my beliefs as a human being before we go and start talking about all these different topics. I only stress this because very easily can people get offended or swayed by something a person does or says. The point of this podcast is to draw us all together and unify us in our day-to-day lives. A way for us to connect on a different level and uplift each other. So that any struggles or situations that we find ourselves in or even just questions that we have, that we're able to turn to each other and talk about it. So many times things go untalked about because, oh, we don't believe in that. Or, oh, I don't think they're going to accept that. Well, that's not true. A true friend, a true child of God, will love you and accept you for who you are, no matter the storm, struggles, or situations you may find yourself in. The body of Christ is here to uplift each other, to work as one. So when one is malfunctioning, or suffering, or not being able to fulfill their job, the other parts, the other parts of the body are feeling it as well. And that's why it is important for us to work as a team, to talk as a team, and to really uplift each other. I'm not saying that, oh, you have to solve everybody's problems. I'm saying we are to be friends and to be listeners, advice givers, and companions. Again, the more we shed light on these topics, the easier it will be for people to really understand them, to accept them, to talk about them. And that's what we believe. We believe that we are all here for a purpose, to ensure the kingdom of God's growth and success, to ensure each other's success and salvation and walk with God. To be there for each other. And that's what I want. I want a community. To be there for each other. A lot of times you see communities rallying together to pass a law, to fight this, to fight that, to vote this, to vote that. Why can't we have that type of community, that same type of community and unity 
when discussing the things of God, when ensuring the creation of God's kingdom. Why not? It's very important. And I can't stress that enough. And I think I've said it like 10 times to the point of where I'm becoming repetitive. (laughs) So I apologize if I do sound repetitive or some of this stuff is not making as much sense to you as it is to me. I'm just talking at this point. But together I know we can achieve great things. Psalms 133 verse 1 even says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. 1 Corinthians 12.27 says, Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. It's stated so many times how we are to work in unity as the body of Christ. And lastly, before we move on to the next topic, which I will be coming to a close shortly, I want to leave you with Romans 12.1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That's what God wants from us as well. That we present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. These beliefs, traditions, and truth, absolute truth, have been a part of my life for my whole life since I was born. I was born and raised within the UPC with truth doctrine, Holy Ghost filled and baptized in Jesus' name, leaders, friends, and family. I've seen firsthand the importance of all of these things. I've seen it disappear from people. I've seen people turn away from the truth. And when you turn away from the truth, you're playing dumb. You're not ignorant to it because you know it. You're playing dumb. Or you're pushing it off because you don't want to hear it. Well, now you've heard it. And now it is your job to apply it to your life. These are things we can't run from. These are things we must embrace wholeheartedly with all of our heart and soul. These are the very things that are keeping us living every day. That give us a reason to wake up in the morning. That give us a reason to work hard and come home to read our Bible and pray and thank God for everything that he's done. It gives us a reason to love pulling in to church on Sundays and feel a little, a little less pulling out. When we're leaving that building property and it's over, you feel refreshed. You feel amazing. But you're leaving part of yourself behind because part of you wants to be there all the time and knows that you'd be better off if you were there all the time. Because when you're pulling in on Sunday morning, you're either filled with joy, uncontrollable, or you're tired and not as refreshed as you should feel for pulling in. There are some days I pull into that parking lot and I just go, oh, let's get this day over with. Let's get this rolling. Is choir done singing yet? 
But then there are those days that I pull in, wanting church to just break out in praise, to not even get to preaching, just have praise and worship. Because I just want to be there in his presence. Now, why do we pull in and feel bleh? Probably because we're not recharging ourselves during the week as much as we should. Are we really applying all of these things to our life, at our job, at our schools? Maybe, maybe not. I guarantee you that if you apply all of these things, if you're using your Holy Ghost and you've been baptized and you're praying and you're building that relationship with God, you're going to love pulling in on Sunday mornings and you're going to feel sad pulling out on Sunday afternoons when church is over. But if you're not applying these things the way you should, well, you know how you feel. Pulling into that parking lot, dragging your feet through the front door, sitting down in the pew, just being there. You're just there. Nothing special. You're just sitting and looking. You say hi to your friends. You don't even take out your Bible. Hey, you probably didn't even bring your Bible. It's all on our phones now. But when he says, will you please turn to Matthew chapter 3, and you pull out your phone and you act like you're reading the Bible, but you're scrolling on Instagram, waiting for the reading of the word. To I know that's not just me. I know that is not just me. It is important that we keep these things true, that we stay true to ourselves. I'm not going to keep hammering this into everybody's head. But all I'm saying is, apply these things to your life. Look at things through these perspectives, and I guarantee life will be a lot smoother than if you didn't. Once we get into our topics on the next episode, once we start rolling with a lot of other things, you're going to see why it's important to apply these things to our life, not just to feel good and be joyful and to have a good relationship with God, but because it's going to affect you daily at your work, at your school, at your home, with your family. It's going to be affecting you. It's a reason why some of these struggles and situations come upon you. It's a reason why if you're not building yourself up with these things, that depression is attacking you. Anxiety, loneliness, addiction. We sit there, we don't read, we don't pray. We drag ourselves to church. And then on Wednesday, we wonder, why am I so depressed? Why is this spirit attacking me again? Why am I so anxious? We sit there and we play ignorant when we know what it is. So yes, you can apply Bible to all of these situations. And yes, we will be applying Bible to all of these situations. Don't you worry. So I close with that. And I say, let's do better at applying these 
aspects of Christian living to our life and get ready for what's ahead. Because as my pastor always says, the best is yet to come. I'm sorry if that was too much of a tangent for you. I'm sorry if it was difficult to follow me at times. (laughs) I know sometimes when I talk, I move off topic, I move on to a tangent, and I just roll with it. Um, It was not easy recording this episode. Um, It took me way longer than I anticipated. So thank you for bearing with me. I'm truly excited. I know I keep saying, oh, we're going to get to the good stuff. We're going to get to the good stuff. And it's true. I promise. I promise we will. Starting in the next episode, (laughs) I just felt the Lord led me to do a little bit on this to introduce the next few episodes um, and what's to come. So I'm so excited. Thank you guys yet again for listening and tuning in. I've already gotten so much good feedback, and I'm getting better at this, I think. I think um, my planning is getting better, and we're going to have a lot of consistency. Speaking of consistency, I know last time I didn't set too much of a schedule for this podcast, but there will be one. I know this is airing on a different day, but... Going forward, my goal is to air these episodes on Wednesdays. Why Wednesdays? Why not Monday? Why not Friday? Why not Sunday? Well, because Monday, I'm busy listening to Life with Jalen and The Restorationist. My Monday is booked. So if you need a podcast to listen to on Mondays, you listen to those. On Fridays... I'm probably listening to my true crime podcast. (laughs) So, that leaves Wednesdays. A good middle of the week, hump day, need a little push to get you to the weekend. Maybe you have midweek service on Wednesday night, maybe you have midweek service on Thursday night like I do, but maybe this podcast will give you a little bump through your Thursday and Friday. If you're listening on Wednesday, that is. So, the goal is Wednesdays. Will it always happen on Wednesdays? Probably not. I'm going to let the Lord lead me of where I feel. I already have two more guests confirmed for later on in the coming weeks. I'm excited to announce we will be doing a series on missions. There will be a series on leadership. There will be so many awesome things ahead. So many guest speakers. And yeah, I mean, we're just going to get this going. We're going to keep it rolling. Thank you again. You can follow me on social media, on Instagram and Twitter. My name, Anthony Burke. Leave a comment. Message me. Let's talk about this stuff. Let's talk about this church stuff. All right, guys. Thanks again. Be good. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.